Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the One Step Better podcast. I'm your host, Mike Schaefer, and with me today is Matt Patrick, as always. Um, really appreciate you guys taking the time to talk with us or, 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 I guess, listen to us today. If you're joining us on a podcast, uh, we really appreciate it. We would love for you to click subscribe or give us a review. Tell us how we're doing. If you're on YouTube or don't know about us on YouTube, we're there as well. We've uh, really developed kind of a following, and it's been fun to, to, to do these podcasts. We're about five months in now. And uh, so really appreciate you guys taking the time to talk with us today. Our goal in these podcasts are, are, are really simple. We, we want to share some of the things that we are doing as an organization, some of the things that we do well, some of the things that we don't do well, where we know we need to improve, simply because we work with a lot of small businesses and we know that the problems and issues that we are facing, the challenges that we're facing, and the, the wins that we have are somewhat consistent um, from business to business. We know that we're not the only ones that are facing some of these things. And so um, shared knowledge is always a good way to, to provide some value. Um, these are things that we are talking about with our clients that, that, that have accounting services or payroll services with us on an ongoing basis anyway. And so uh, Matt and I are, are privileged enough to be able to be the people behind a microphone and, and kind of tout our horns in some ways and tell you where we're struggling in other ways. And today's podcast is going to be one of those that um, we do well, but sometimes by accident well, and, yep. and other times we don't do so well. Yep. Um, and that is around the area of employee development. Um, we are somewhat laser focused in on what kind of person we want working here. We are more flashlight focused in on how we help those people get to that point. More of like a lighter that kind of flickers around <laughs> somebody sometimes. <laughs> we, we cast shadows yeah, yes. and maybe it's that direction. Yeah. Um, but, but here's some truths that, that, you know, right off the gate. We know that uh, training and, and developing a team is absolutely critical to success. Uh, if, if a person isn't being developed in your organization, it's very possible that they're going to find a different company uh, to, to work in. It, it can lead to there's some turnover and attrition. Um, we know that effort really goes a long way uh, to, to, to try to, to do training is sometimes uh, not necessarily better, but it, it, it goes a long way to show that we are putting in some effort to actually try to develop our team. And uh, they understand that sometimes that we, we don't do that well and it's uh, an area that needs to be improved. Um, and without, without developing, apart from turnover and those types of things, we know that we're not going to be able to provide quality services long-term. And so this is, a, this is a big deal for us. It's something that we have um, played with for many, many years. And what we're going to talk about today is some of the ways in the past, I'll probably say 18 months or so, that we have put a lot of effort and energy into, I'll say, more formalizing yep. a training and development path. So um, with that being said, uh, we're going to jump into the idea of, uh, of training. Matt, talk a little bit about you know, your experience in, in working uh, over, over a long time at owning your business, uh, your own business here for uh, about 17 years or so. Um, what, what are some of the evolutions that you've seen happen on the need for employee development and how you've actually carried that out whenever you were, I had one employee and yeah. now I have, you know, 30 employees. So for me, training, you know, in the very beginning and even now, it, it gets very task specific. Like I need you to be able to do this thing, you know, be it, here's how we process a set of books. Here's how we, we handle a payroll process. Here's how I want you to file something into our electronic filing, filing cabinet. Here's how I want you to record a contact in our CRM if you're on the sales side. All those things kind of happened 
by what you know i'll say the shadow method somebody sitting beside somebody teaching them how we do this thing um we have formalized sops over time on a couple of things but probably never in a comprehensive manner you know when somebody starts with us we generally start with all right the first couple of days we're going to show you big picture stuff what we do then we're going to get into some specifics on here's how you do your job and then here we're going to go to a client if you're an accounting production we're going to go to a client and go let's sit beside me while i do this one you watch what i do and then i'll have you do the next one and then i'll have you do two more and i'll review those and then i'll have you do 20 and somebody will review those and we have this formalized review process every month quality control process that we go through to make sure stuff gets done correctly we have a checklist to follow all those things though evolved over time um, they didn't start from there and also that is still just a task specific thing it doesn't teach them how to do their job better it doesn't teach them the development of their job it's just doing that job that way that day so the next client that comes in they've never seen before and it's a different type of industry we've ever worked on we have some people that can take on that work and some people we don't feel like they're comfortable yet to handle that work and that's because we haven't done a good job of developing down a path um you know if you look at you know all of our people we want to grow and develop but ideally on the accounting team we'd want to bring in somebody as a staff person they would grow and develop take on more responsibilities and eventually become a manager in our office that has worked well for a number of our people but it also we oftentimes probably put the cart before the horse there and we now teach them their new job once they are already on that job not as part of a development to get to that job um, and that's something i think we've we've done, done a great job on um likewise though it, it it it's something that we i think is easy for us to uh, see where we could have uh, why we failed um, we try to put square pegs in round holes we put way too much on people too fast all those things and i think it's the same thing with a lot of businesses that are that way you do it out of necessity not out of desire to you know you're doing i gotta get this job done today your development's going to happen but it's going to happen over the next five years with me giving you the next responsibility the next responsibility not necessarily a path to learning i think that for us one of the struggles with that has been part of the the the, the factors that play into that is that we're a growing business we're not static we haven't been flat ever right uh and i know with our team what one of the things that they'll that we talk about often and they'll, they'll they'll mention is when do i have time for that mm -hmm. you know um, we do a decent job of training employees on how to do their job today and where we're trying to get to and what we've struggled with a little bit in the past is the development of how to do the job that you want to do five years from now um, you know, we're going to show you our staff accountants, how to be a good staff accountant. We do that. Like you mentioned through, you're going to watch me do it and then we're going to do it together. And then you're going to do it with the review. And then ultimately you're going to do it on your own. Um, what we don't do or haven't done historically uh, very well is that same staff accountant spending a small part of their job, learning how to do that next job up or, or maybe a, a different department or whatever it may be where they want to go develop them in their own, in, in their own career track. That's the part that is, that's, I think the, super the second side of the, the equation is where do you find the time in a growing business to be able to put development onto the calendar so that you can adequately get your people moving towards an, a, a possible another area?
the hardest thing there is the balance between getting work done, the budget to create the, in our case, the capacity to handle the production being less than ideal. So you can have time to grow and develop your team and balance that against the growth of a firm that's in our case growing, you know, 30 to 40% a year. All those things are conflicting goals. And so, um, it very much seems like it. Yeah. Yeah. So we've been trying to be creative in some of this. So, you know, nowadays it's some online learning, it's lunch and learn. So it's a time when it's not as disruptive, it's shorter training times. So we training on the back end of a meeting that's already being held. So a production meeting or whatever, but the reality of it is those are very specific instances where we still haven't done a good job of developing into the next step. Um, you know, in an ideal unlimited budget world, you would hire a couple more people. You would slow, you'd, you'd take the production level requirements down for each person. You'd build in an ideal timeline or what, you know, an ideal path for them. And then also develop a time on their schedule for development. That, that's not, hard reality, to do that's not reality for world. small businesses. I mean, yeah. or, or shoot, small business, big business, the same thing. It's not reality. And so you have to build it into the overall Mindset, mindset of the culture, I think, is we're going to be a learning culture. And so I do think the formal review process we go through with a with, with set of books, if it's an accounting client, um, is a great way to train and develop people for the job they're doing. I think the, the challenge there would be to have them work on stuff that before they're ready, challenging them with another review and quality control. Like, hey, you're going to do some tax returns this year. Why? For learning. And you're going to do some Hey, there's an advisory project we got to get done. I want you to just take the first stab at this and then I'll, you know, we'll kind of guide and develop you that way. And next time, a little more complex one you can do yourself. I think those are things we need to do a better job of. If I was a restaurant, you know, it's the same thing. You know, how do I, you know, if, if, you, if I have a person who's a, a cook in my, in my back of my back of house in my cook, how do I get them to be better cook? If I, I I'm always short staffed, I can't even get all my shifts covered. Might as well get somebody who, can improve their skills or the running of a kitchen. You know, they're just, it's on the job training. They don't have time to read no. the recipe because they got to put the burger in the pan and cook Correct. It. And, uh, you know, this is the, uh, luckily both of my cooks on shift today showed up. Yeah. Not, oh, I have this extra cook just, you know, wanting to learn today. Yeah. And I have an unlimited budget. I got to make money. And so it's, it, we're no, no different. Um, you know, in our business, you know, we have continuing education that we're required to take every year that's built into our, um, that has to be built into our, our, our model, but not every business has that. Yeah. It's, uh, I, I always think about training and development in, in a couple of different areas. Um, the first of which is product knowledge. Uh, and, and for, for us, that's our technology that we use, um, how we go about, or not necessarily how we go about, but what we're actually selling and, and all the components of that, the scope of that and, 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 uh, and those types of things for, for a restaurant that may be their POS system, their menu, um, whether that's the recipes or this is just, this is, this is what we do. Mm-hmm. This is, this is what we're selling. You have the product knowledge part of that, that I try with my team. I try to get them through that piece as quick as possible. I want them as, as thoroughly to some degree, but as quick as possible to get it done. Because what I have found is I can train on everything under the sun and they may encounter that six months from now for the first time. And really that training at that point in time I want is to, a little bit outdated. 
uh, or not even remembered. And I want them to know where to go to find the training they're going to need when they need it. Exposure is yeah. is a big deal for not me. I want to get them exposed. I don't know where they go find yeah. the answer when they know. Yeah. How to and that's where you know having some electronic training materials and and using systems for that is really helpful. Um, we have Caitlin has done a phenomenal job in our office of putting together a, a learning management system, or at least the the backbones of it that we're continuing to build out to be able to deliver that. Where our team does is going to have a resource where. I have a question about X, Y, Z. There's a knowledge base that's built into online. We are finally to, do to the point where I think, so we've been trying to develop this for a couple of years now. Luckily, our, um, on the payroll side, our, our platform offers a learning management system that started with, what do we need to train on? So we end up starting with each role, what in theory would they need to be trained on over time? And then creating a path for each of those people to learn all those things. But if you think about your own system, you probably didn't have a way to track that. That it got done. You know, we talked about this two years ago. Wait, half our team wasn't here two years ago, or people in this role weren't missed the training because they were on vacation that week or whatever. Now you know whether they've done it or not. But also they have a resource to go back to to learn because it's all recorded and you know we have materials against it. Um, it's going to be something that will continue to evolve over time. But it's a good jumping off point in, in a training curriculum for each person, each role in the organization. And then she has done a fantac- fantastic job with this. It has taken us literally two years yeah. to get to this point, and we don't have any content. So we're still building content. Yeah. Yeah. And even if you don't have a system like that, um, that's not the magic bullet. The content and the, the plan is really the bullet. Um, anytime you do live group training, find a way to record it. At all costs, find a way to record it and have a place where it is stored and accessible. Uh, because if, you're, if you have the time to, to bring your entire team together uh, to do any type of training whatsoever, what, I don't care if you're a restaurant and this is a new menu product that we're gonna unveil, um, or if you are a dentist and you now have a new operation that you're gonna, well, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't procedure, even know. New procedure working on. How you would do that. But, a new vendor you're working with with a new tool or whatever. Yeah, if, you, if, it's, if it's important enough to bring a team together to actually discuss it uh, on the clock, then by all means record the thing and have it accessible for the people that miss or for later for the people that were there to go back and review. Yep. Super easy to do. I mean, if you're in using today's world, it's Zoom. super easy. We, we record ours in zoom and then um, put it into our Slack channel or into our, into our network so we can have a copy of it and where they are located. And now the people that they were, I was on vacation. I wasn't able to, to make it to that. Well, now you can go back and watch it. Having the system in place is going to be really helpful because we can track some of that stuff. Whereas Correct. before it was just simply, did you do it? If we thought about asking, did you do it? Um, now we're, there's some reporting and some capabilities built in that makes it a little more sophisticated. Um, but the, the, the end goal of, of getting our people trained is, is not really significantly different using the system or not. Um, so we talked about product knowledge. The other thing that I like to make sure that we're hitting on at some point is the process. And when I talk about process, I'm only talking about three things. One is, is when um, my team needs to know when they need to do everything under the sun. So if I am processing payroll, when does that need to get done by? If I am responding to a client, when does that need to happen? If I am filing tax returns, when does that need to happen? Um, if I'm producing a set of financials, what's the deadline? You know, when does it need to happen? That has to be constantly communicated across the board multiple, multiple times. And t- because the when in our world specifically is not negotiable. Um, the wind is, is, is fixed deadlines that if we miss, there are major consequences. 
that are all bad in big ways bad. And so that's not an option to miss those, those deadlines. And so when is something that we, that we harp on uh, a whole lot. Um, what to do is that, is that second one as far as we talk about processes. I want to make sure everybody, to the extent that I can, knows what they should do in every normal situation that occurs in my business. Um, whether that is anything under the sun that happens on a recurring normal basis, everybody on my team should know what to do, how, to, how they're supposed to act whenever those normal situations pop up. Now, for the things that aren't necessarily as normal or aren't as recurring, that pops up from time to time, that aren't as predictable, the third thing that I need my team to understand from a process standpoint is how to think. And that's the part that I think is the most difficult part to relay to the team on an ongoing basis. They have to know how to think, not just what to do and, and, and when to have it done, but how to think because there's going to be things that pop up that we just simply haven't talked about or trained on. Um, we're dealing with real world people, real world small businesses, and not everything under the sun is predictable. And so if I can get them to understand how to think, then it goes a long ways. And how to think is not necessarily how does Mike or how would Mike act in this situation, but it is how does Mike want me to act in this situation? Because I may have the authority and um, insight to do something that I would never want someone on my team to do. And so I want them to think about how does Mike want me to act in this situation? And that's the part that I don't spend enough time talking about training on with our team. That's but, super hard though. I mean, that's the, that's the one that, that's the development. The first two are very much very tactical. Yeah. You know, when and what, you know, those are things that can be shown and here's where you see it and here's what you do. Those are the, how you think is a super challenging one. You know, I want us to, you know, I want us to use our values for making those decisions. I want us to use our complete problem solving abilities. I want us to use all the technology at our fingertips. You know, I want to know, is this the best way we should be doing things? Um, and so I, I think that, that how is, is the, that's the development piece that we all need to work better and do a better job at, I'm sure. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Um, we have, from time to time, uh, new roles that are popping up, uh, whether it's, hey, we thought we think this might be a good idea. Let's try to recruit or hire for this new position that's not necessarily a developed position inside of our world. Um, and we don't always have 100% thought out, developed training pass plans. You know, we haven't thought through everything, every possible scenario no. under the sun for that new position. Like 4%, probably yeah. not a hundred percent, like four. But whenever you, what are, what are some, if, if you're thinking about, you know what, I need to, to bring on a new role, not necessarily a, a new person, but an actual new role in my company. What are some things that you need to think about before you ever pull the trigger on the recruiting process for that role? What are the, like, the bare minimum, this needs to be done, but really it's better if this is done. Ideally, you'd have to know what what does wanting look like in that role? So how they get there, what we're doing, what we're selling. I'll think back to when we hired Greg. That's the one that always yeah. comes to my mind when we do this. You know, Greg was hired to be our HR. Out, we were going to create an, out, an HR option for our clients. We knew what we wanted to do. We knew how we wanted to work. We didn't necessarily know the specifics on what the package of services would be, but also what Greg Greg's skill set was when it comes to this. Um, we knew somewhat gen generically what that looked like, but 
how we best can serve our clients. We had ideals, but we didn't know the specifics. I wish I would have had a better idea going, winning looks like this. Um, I think we it took us six months to figure that out probably. Yeah. Um, which is also core along lines with our revenue tied to that role. About six months before we made any revenue tied to that role. Yeah. And I think if we would have got that figured out for as in the very beginning, we would have probably got there a lot faster. Yeah. And it, with Greg specifically, it was, uh, and I think small businesses are, are notorious for this. It is, he was put into a role that was a quasi role. Yep. It was, I need you to do this X and this and this in order to drive the revenue piece of this, but I also need you to do Y in order to make this a long-term sustainable yeah. idea. And um, there was, I know from, from his perspective, this is something that we've talked about. Um, I don't think he would mind me sharing is that was some internal struggle for him because I don't have, there's, I have 50% where winning looks like this and 50% where winning looks like that. And I got to be all things and, and yep. do, and it's like, yeah, man, welcome to small business. Yep. Amen. He was, he's super adaptable and was able yep. to, he has the skill set to be able to, to do those things. Um, but if, if we hired somebody in that role, that was not that way. That oh, would have been disastrous. Set him up for failure. Ways, yeah. The nice, you know, when we hired Greg, we hired him for the person he was. The we knew he was a pegged culture fit. Mm-hmm. We knew that he was going to come in and work his tail off to try yeah, to the figure it out. Professional skill set, and, the and we knew he had the knowledge to do what we needed to do for the role we were going to fill. We just didn't have it figured out. Like how we're going to package the service? What are we going to actually sell? How are we going to deliver? that service. And so it took us a while to maybe figure that out. Yeah. Yeah. And we needed him to be part of that go-to-market strategy. To he, and also we wanted him to help us figure it out. That yeah. was, you know, that yeah. was part of it because he knew the stuff a lot better than we did. Yeah. You know, the same thing of, you know, I didn't know anything about accounting today and I hired an accountant. I want them to figure out how we're going to deliver accounting. Um, we have a lot of accounts in the room and I know a little bit about accounting, <laughs> but the story is still the same. We go back to the very, very beginning is, you know, if I can, determine the what does winning look like in that role a lot of things kind of figure themselves out yeah. from there i think that's the bare minimum yeah you if you have nothing else have a, a clearly conceived and communicated picture of what success looks like if if a new if a person is coming into a new role or we're developing a new role you have to at the bare minimum have an idea of what winning looks like because if you have that and nothing else you have a you have an end goal picture. Then it's just reverse engineer how we're getting getting there, and you should be competent enough to be able to do that with some trial and error and and, and adjustments. And you know we're going to pivot as as uh, time goes on. But if you don't have that, then it, you're not reverse engineering something. You're just going to go to what's step one, and then step two, and then step three. And next thing you know, step twenty eight may be how in the world are we all the way over here? Whenever now I have a clearer picture to say I want to be you know, 90 degrees the other direction. Yeah. Um, and so if you don't have a clear idea of what winning looks like, don't bring on the new role yet. Yeah. That's difficult. Easier said than done. <laughs> <laughs> it's difficult. And we've screwed that up. Um, Multiple uh, times. Uh, you know, a couple times. Um, but I, I really think that's important. To, to We know what we kind of want in our heads. We haven't put it to paper. Yeah. You know, I think it's a similar idea between, hey, you know, kind of, Reverse of that is you have somebody who's super experienced, maybe doing what you do, and now you have to retrain them on how we do it. It's some, it's it, yeah. this is the exact opposite, I think, from the. I I don't even know in my role yet. I know the role. Now I have to retrain somebody on how we do things a little bit differently. 
that can be a challenge sometimes. Uh, tell me about some experiences you've had there. Well, we've um, in our payroll service world, we've brought on some. Uh, it was on the sell side. We've brought in people that had experience selling a similar service to what we provide, and uh, thought it was going to be a home run because of their background. Um, they they work with they some know the technical larger, piece of what we yep, do. Yep, we didn't have to train them on this is what payroll world because everybody thinks oh payroll's easy, and, and in a lot of ways it is. It's simple math. But in, uh, in the way that we do it, it's not simple. Um, the, the math part is, is obviously simple, but the, 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 what we're providing to our clients is not the math. And um, they're coming from a standpoint of they know all of the, I'll say the compliance piece of payroll and, and the mechanics of it, but they're so ingrained in a sell and move on culture that they, they don't understand and we have to retrain them. And sometimes it's difficult to get to the point where, you know, we're, we're not looking to just go out and sell this to anyone who has a heartbeat. We are wanting to find people that are the right culture fit for our company, that are valuing the services that we offer, that actually need the services that we offer. There's an ethics component to our sell cycle Correct. that some of our competitors don't always necessarily follow. Um, it's different. It's a that's different a big mindset. Deal we're not world. selling them software. We're selling them a process to better on the payroll side. And if they get to it, it's just a software sale. It's not really meaningful for the client or us. Right. We're not really going to help that client. Yeah. And so until they're wanting to have a mindset of how do I actually use the stuff, the tools that you give me better to, to make my life easier, then it doesn't really make a lot of sense. And I'm okay with, you know, because we do, we do deal with some new clients that do look at us as a software sale. And I'm okay with those to some extent because. They have really sharp people inside of their organization. They have a clear picture of what they're trying to accomplish. They need just some nudging along the way to make sure they're staying on track and they're doing things good internally. And for those types of clients that do see us more of, we have the technology that's, that they need um, because we do have cutting edge technology and we have the people in place to help them stay on the right track. I, I like those. Those are great clients of ours. But for the people that we're bringing into our company that have outside experience and don't yet know how we do things or what we do to make what we do to make our clients successful is in a lot of ways more of a training background or there's more training time and development time that needs to go into those people than the people who don't have that experience. Because we have to break down. It's sad to say, but in our in our industry. There's a lot of really poor practices that, that some yeah. of our competitors uh, engage in. And to break those down is sometimes difficult. We do our best to, to, to weed out applicants before they get to the point where they're an employee when we, when we see those things. But it's, you know, you, sometimes you, you have uh, swings and misses in, in the hiring yeah. process. And those have been difficult. Those yeah. have been really difficult. On the, on the accounting side, it's similar. You know, we, we, we do our best to understand what technology they've used before, the volume of work they've handled before, um, their, the, the amount of experience they've had doing certain things. But we still have to kind of retrain on our process because we want to think in terms of the whole firm, not one specific client. We try to have as many processes the same from client to client as, as we possibly can, which drives our own efficiency. Obviously, there's client uniqueness. Obviously, there's clients who use different tech, tech stacks sometimes, how we interact with them. 
um, should not be different though. How we our processes should be as consistent as we can get. Um, and those things take some time to get the kinks worked out of with people that have come on board that are new. I think that's where the learning platform is going to help us. But also I think that's where the, that's where the shadowing has helped over the years. It's like, hey, that's not how we do it. Here's how we do it. And that seems like it helps, you know, people, oh, that makes sense. Oh, wait, I wonder why we didn't do this way before. Um, or like, I, you know, you guys are doing this the long way, not the short way. Let me show you and then we'll, we'll use that as an example. Hey, Mike, this is something we can implement across the board. We've done that too. Yeah. And I think what, what people will find is if you have those, well, at least in our experience, in those situations where we have, have we've kind of used that, you're going to see me do it. We're going to do it together. You're going to do it with a review and then you're going to be on your own. That kind of that process for how we've trained some new hires. What we've learned in that is there will always be things that pop out of that process that needs to be mass communicated to, to the entire team. And so one little tweak or a couple little tweaks that we've made into our team meetings, um, you know, Kim leads our accounting team. And one of the things that she started implementing a few months ago is now in every single meeting that she has with everybody, with the, with the entire team, there is a training component of that meeting. It's not just check in or, you know, let's, let's figure out Tell what's going on. Work, yeah, right. it is. We're going to do that piece, the kind of the, the normal normal meeting stuff. But then there's always going to be a component that is, hey, this is something that popped up this week that we need to discuss as a team and make sure that that knowledge base doesn't just stick with um, with two people or one yep. person. It's going to get dispersed to the team. And that's, that's been huge. That's been helpful. And, and what we've seen with that a little bit, or at least what we hope to see uh, long term, is that it is reinforcing the idea that this is a learning culture place. Um, that where, and we talk about this a lot, where we are today is not necessarily where we're going to be tomorrow. And if there's a better way of doing something that we're doing right now, even if we've been doing it for 20 years, there's a better way that comes along. We're going to jump on that better way, test it out and see if it's going to be, you know, a, a mass fit. Uh, and we're not afraid to blow up the entire wagon, uh, in, in, you know, in order to, to, yeah, to get challenging a challenging It's huge, I think, in our processes. You know, we're constantly, we just rolled out some new technology last month. We're rolling out new AP software right now. I think it's part of our process is to continue to look and see if there's a better way. You know, the reason why we switched to our AP software was a lot of the same things that went into uh, this software is not getting us to where we want to be. Um, it hasn't developed much over 10 years, but also we're using other platforms that aren't even talking with, with it anymore. We need to find something that's better. And so that was a big change for our office. We're, we're, we're converting 75 clients to a new software. Um, and there's been some bumps in the road, but now it's uh, part of that process of going, hey, let me tell you what I found here. And now we're actually, the first two clients were painful, but the next 30 were better. And the next 30 after that would be even better. So it's been a, a learning process for sure. And all of that plays into the training and develop mindset of our goal from a leadership perspective. Our goal is to develop our team members so that they could do their job to the best of their abilities. Absolutely. That's, that's part of it. But it's also, we want to train and, and develop our people beyond just the job that they're currently doing today. It is we want to develop them into the job that they may need to grow into um, to, to, in their professional development. Um, sometimes it's developing them into a job that doesn't exist here. <laughs> um, and I don't mean that in like in a, in a we're way. trying to, yeah, yeah. In, but in, like we've had, I can remember a conversation I had with somebody not too long ago. Hey, where do you see yourself in five years? And you know, short answer, like without giving all the details, it was not here. 
it was, I don't, you know, I, I don't want to do this long term. This is my career. Okay. How can we find ways to develop you to do something different? And at this point in time, that person is doing something different That's right. and it's a better fit for that person. And, and it was a win-win all along. Um, training and development is really just seeing a long-term future of where we are going and where we want our, to take our team. This isn't something that we're perfect at. This isn't something that, um, that we have a long track record of infinite success at, but it's definitely something that we are constantly talking about. If and we trying are to trying to be intentional with something, and we, so this is a rock that we've had the last two quarters in our, our strategic plan, which was uh, learning development, making learning mindset. We will act upon that rock with the goal of, if we do this well, this will lead us to a lot bigger success than just letting things kind of stay the status quo. The rock moves us faster, moves us forward faster than we would move without it being intentional. And so this is a big part of our development, which is, hey, we've got to do a better job of developing our people and leading them down a path to better so that they can hit their own personal goals, but also they can be in the right spot of our organization at the right time. Yeah, training and development in our world is a swim lane. It's something that mm -hmm. is never going away. It is um, always going to be talked about. It's always going to be hit on every single quarter, every single year. We have intentional plans uh, to do a better job at training and developing our team. And I would imagine that's going to be true for many small businesses, many, you know, really doesn't matter, small, medium, large, for every organization out there that has employees, training and development either is, a, is going to be a big deal um, in your future success or it's going to be a big reason why you don't have you better be success. good at either really good at recruiting so you can replace all the people that you didn't develop or you're going to be really good at recruiting i mean development of the people you have um you need to you need to have both i mean your idea is you need both. to bring on good people and lead and develop them where you want them to be you're you're hiring great people you want to make sure you develop them the best way you can absolutely well, Matt, thank you for, uh, for jumping on and talking a little bit about what we're doing with our team and how we're developing them and training them. I really appreciate your time. And if you're out there listening and, and you don't really know where to start, uh, or maybe you have some really good ideas of things that have worked well for your, for your organization, your company, let us know. Um, we're always up for learning what other people are doing. Um, leave us a comment in, in, on the, wherever you're listening to the podcast. Um, send us an email. Give us a phone call. Um, even if you are out there and you think maybe this is a good idea, but I'm not really sure and you want to run it by somebody. Uh, we're here to listen. We're here to help. We want to see you guys get one step better. And so thanks for listening today. Um, if you haven't yet subscribed to our podcast, make sure you click that subscribe button. Also keep in mind that we're on YouTube as well. And so if you want to see kind of a picture of what things look like in our organization and, and how, um, how pretty Matt and I are and how great we are for we need, radio. <laughs> we, 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 need, we need some filters to make us skinnier. <laughs> then uh, we would love to have you, have you join us on YouTube. And uh, just remember, uh, we want to hear from you. And so leave us a comment, send us an email, and uh, we'll be glad to, uh, uh, we'll be very thankful for that. Thanks and have a great day.